Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of ADOS Podcast. Join with me. I have my host, Christian McCleary. How you guys doing? And then I have myself, Elijah, and we join with Steven here with us. We'll get into him in a second. Right. Before we begin, I want to tell y'all to go subscribe to our YouTube channel at the ADOS Podcast. Follow us on Facebook at the ADOS Podcast. And look for our episodes on Apple Music and Spotify at you guessed at the ADOS Podcast. And we have a special guest all the way from Harlem, New York. Now in Minnesota, Steven. Anywhere but nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself, Steven. Man, what do you want to know, man? Where do I begin? You know what I mean? Just what? outside with it, you know what I'm saying? Doing what I do. Where, where you from or brought you to Minnesota? Man, man, back home, we call this money soda, man. <laughs> you know, so I've been back and forth Minnesota for the past 20 years. So you could say, like, I'm somewhat established out here. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Shoot, my... My kid's grandfather probably delivered either one of y'all two. You know what I'm saying? I'm, mm. I've been around. You feel me? But um, So back and forth between uh, Harlem, New York. That's where you're from, Harlem. Harlem, Bronx. I do everything in New York except okay. Staten Island. I don't do ferries and I don't do like one way on, one way off. Joints. So yeah. every borough, but you're not in Staten yeah, Island. I don't do Staten Island. Okay. <laughs> and been coming back and forth to Minnesota for 20 years, you said. Yes, sir. Uh, so what have you been doing those last 20 years coming back and forth to Minnesota? Just... Working on getting great, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, when, when, whenever you get got time to travel and move around, you pick up. Mm -hmm. How they say, you pick up a lot of things along yep. your travels. You know what I'm saying? Wisdom, you know what I'm saying? Experiences. And But Minnesota's always been one of those places that no matter where I went to, I was like, mm -hmm. I got to go back there because mm -hmm. I got to go back there better than the last time I was there. You know what I mean? And just Minnesota's just one of those homely, you know what I'm saying? Real heartland places that like... It, I get it in New York, and they say, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. So why you bring that attitude to the heartland, and it's like, you got me. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it seems uh, very, very friendly how you're like, yo, I don't care where I'm at. I'm going to make this happen. And the reason I bring that up, you seem like you're on the move a lot. Explain this 25-8 My to dude, me. I prompt, exactly. It's you got to explain a, it's, a, it. it's a movement, child. You feel me? You got to create a whole nother day and a whole nother hour just to keep up with me. You hear me? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Multiplicity and all of that. What was the name of that movie? I don't like, You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, I, they, they, they should have cloned me when they had a chance. Now it's mm. over. You, you got you stuck with me. You got to fuck with me. You know so saying? when so, do you think you developed that mentality of that 25 eight? Because I know they say in New York, y'all never sleep. Never I ain't never sleep, been to New York, son, but if it's anything sleep. like Chicago, we up too. I'm from Chicago. Bro, I was born in Cook County. Don't get it twisted. I'm from Cook see, County. I got, <laughs> I got the County. best of both worlds. Yep. The same people that built New York built Chicago, yep. in case you ain't know. Yep. I promise you. You feel me? It's that it's that mentality, that hustle, that grind. Like I always tell people, you know what I'm saying? I'm not from from New York. I'm from Cook County, South Side. You feel yep, me? South West Side, Angle baby. Way. You know what I'm saying? 59th in Maplewood, all day in America. You feel me? We outside with it. But at the end of the day, it's that South Side mentality, bro, yep. that it don't matter where you go, yep. it's in you. Yeah. You feel me? No matter what, you could be in Minnesota, you can be a South of the Bronx, South Side Bronx, you can be a South Side Atlanta, all these places. I'm, I'm a made man, and too, while I'm speaking about it, I'm not just jaw jacking. I've been there, done that, because no matter where you go, your G's supposed to shine. Yep. If not, you're not really that. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So I get it. I get in how I feel. In. You see what I'm saying? You get chameleon there with it. You feel me? Mm. When they Rome do as the Romans do, so that they don't know you're not from there. You feel me? Yeah. So, and so in essence, you're adaptable. And when I tell people who are business owners or entrepreneurs, you have to be adaptable, especially in the business environment. You can't have just a one track mind all you the lose. time. You, you lose. lose. 
So if, to the audience right now, right? You're an entrepreneur. Tell us a little bit about your business ventures. What do you have going on currently right now? Right now, it's crazy puppy, crazy puppy, crazy puppy, and more puppy. That's it. That's so so tell us about for. the brand behind crazy <laughs> the puppy. The brand behind crazy puppy, I promise you, is me. And I tell people that all the time. You are your hottest commodity, bro. Don't ever let nobody tell you otherwise. It don't matter what you pumping on the side, all of that, but you first. Because if nobody don't believe in you as a person, they don't care what you're selling them, B. They ain't, they ain't going to get that far. Mm. They got to believe in you first. And you got to believe in you first to convince somebody else to believe in you. You feel what I'm saying? Absolutely. So everything I got going on is everything that I incubated in my mind over time before I even put action to it. But before I press play on it, it was as good as done. You feel me? Because action is the enemy of thought. You could think of a greatest master plan all you want, B, but it does the world or you no justice in your head. Say that to the audience one more time, because I think that went over a lot of people's head. It, it, it does you no justice in your head, B. You got action is the enemy of thought. You hear me? You could you could think of what what, what would the world be like if Einstein kept E equals MC squared to himself? Mm. He just would have been, he would have been Tesla style nut that everybody would have just. You know what I'm saying? Kick to the curb. You too, some people are too smart for their own good. Meaning you so smart, you don't want to share it with nobody else. Mm. Or you get trapped in your own mind and never put those thoughts into action. Exactly. And then if that 25 happens. 8, bro, 25 bro. 25-8. Because like when you're thinking so much and thinking so much and you're doing so much, it's not enough time in a day, bro. You know what I'm saying? If I tell people all the time, if you got it, if you sleeping for eight hours, you either rich or broke. Mm -hmm. There's no in between. Either you can afford to sleep eight hours a day or you can't afford it. And that's why you're broke, Mahnouk. You feel me? Mm. I'm, I'm just going to say the, the mind is a powerful tool, y'all. Like, first of all, let me just say, Steve came in here on some energy this morning. Mm. Promise you. And, and it, well, it got, show. yeah, it, and it definitely got Elijah and I riled up. We mm -hmm. were like, you know what, screw it. We just about to go live. And y'all young boys, y'all can't even tell them working off three hours of sleep. I got slutted out for four <laughs> hours straight at the brewery last night. I asked my peoples, <laughs> dirty. They did me dirty four hours nonstop cooking and all that. Fish fry Friday, in case you ain't know fish fry Friday. I was going to put it away after Lent, but I ain't, I ain't that fished out. Y'all love me out there. Stop it. Okay. Next Friday right, again. Because we got, we got to get into this because a lot mm -hmm. of people are like, what is Steve talking about? So let's let's talk about your business. business. Like your business as an entrepreneur, as a self-marketer, as as a as a food truck owner. Like what is that like? Bro, it's it's not a game out here, bro. It's 25-8. You see what I'm saying? You 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 gotta think five days ahead. If you don't prepare for five days from now, today, you're done. Mm. You're done. And and with the with the with the clientele that I deal with, a lot of times, bro, how how Eminem said, you only get one shot. Mm -hmm. You feel me? But a lot of people take for granted the fact that, oh no, oh, three strikes and you're no, this is not baseball scrap. This is life. One strike, you're done. Stick a fork in you, you're done. Over with. Done. Especially in the food industry. Especially in the food industry. All it takes is one one person to be like, just troll you. I got five of them right now. You feel me? Trolling you. Troll just trolls. Just because. Just, bro, think about it. I am a black man in a gluten-free industry. <laughs> I ain't met a black celiac yet, my man. Oh, wow. <laughs> mm. You feel me? 
There's a lot out here. Right. Some of my family are right. black but celiacs. And I ain't seen them at the puppy. They slacking on their mag and they, they, they got they got to rock with me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So so what is your clientele currently right now? Right now, what's your base? My base, I say. Some of the baddest white women in Minnesota right now. Son. 98% of my really? clients is like females that I swear to God, half of their husbands come to the truck with them just because they don't want them to have too much FaceTime with me. You feel mm. me? I'm sorry, I just put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a big fact. You feel me? But that's my clientele base. The yoga pants, Lulu Lemons, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yep. With their puppies, you know what I'm saying? But I love that. You know what I'm saying? I've been dealing with that all my life. It's a natural progression. Why mm-hmm. not go to selling you some food? Yeah. Not only that, great tasting food that you can't get nowhere else, and you can fill me in that food. And you know, you're you're actually saying something that's bigger than what I think most people are realizing. Mm-hmm. You're saying that there's not necessarily a distinction between who we are as people. We just have to find that common ground. And through your platform, your common ground is food. Thank so you're you. like, think about it. Yeah. Food. Is the number one thing that I always said that, and, and I thought about it in Minnesota first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was my motive because I grew up. You know what I'm saying? You could say Frogtown, East Side. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the culture here it reminded me of New York, the melting pot. You got the Somalians, you got the Asians. I can't even say specific what type of Asians, but they're they're Asian. You know what I'm saying? We got, v- yeah, you got Vietnamese, right? Uh, all Korean, of that. I just don't yeah. want to exclude mm-hmm. anybody. Yep. So I just you know yep. what I'm saying? But all of that, bro. What's the number one thing that the food? Yo, so if you got a potluck right here and you invite your African homie, you invite your Puerto Rican, the Mexican homie, and the Somalian homie, and then the Hmong homies, yo, come eat with me, bro. Mm. Come eat with me. That's the first thing to understand in somebody's culture is tasting their food. You got to eat three times a day. So if I got an opportunity to eat three different meals from three different cultures, one for breakfast, one for lunch, one for dinner... If I had friends and options like that, I'd be lit. But mm-hmm. I do. But a lot of people are not fortunate enough to be like me because a lot of people stay in their fucking bubble mm-hmm. and they stay comfortable. Because you, Why? Because everybody else before them stayed comfortable. And looking at it even from the business, because I, I love that perspective you just brought in to have mm-hmm. to get that exposure to other coaches, yeah. right? It is through food. You that's because that's something that we all have in common. We got to eat. We got to drink water. We got to go to the bathroom. We got to right? survive. We got all those things in common. All right, so, my, yeah, my bad. I'm going to cook up, but before I lose yeah. my train of thought, they'd rather go to McDonald's. You got a Hmong restaurant there. Mm. You got a Thai restaurant there. You got a Wu restaurant there. And they all struggling entrepreneurs too, but go spend that chicken with them. Why are you going to give this man another billion? Mm-hmm. Mm. Another billion. You're going to give them another billion. And the stuff that they cooking up is better for you than what they cooking up. All you got to do is go to the Chinaman spot and be like, yo, give me that shit you be eating. You don't be eating this general sauce, Mahmoud. You eat the soup shit. Give me that soup shit. Mm. They're going to make it for you just because you had the balls enough and the wherewithal to ask mm-hmm. about their culture and how they do it. And, yeah. bef- and before I get to my other point, that's a special thing about not being from Minnesota we can call things out for what it is. We can address things for what it is. We don't have to play with that Minnesota nice, you know, that a lot of people who are from here have to embody and embrace. But we don't have don't, to embrace right, that. But you know why? Because they don't understand. One, I'm from New York, not Old York. Mm-hmm. So all that nice shit, it rubs me the wrong way anyway until mm-hmm. I figure out where you're coming from and yep. whether or not it's authentic. Because it's not genuine. You know what I'm saying? Whether or not it's authentic. In case yeah. y'all don't know, I, I could peep your bullshit a mile away, America. It don't matter whether I'm here or East Bubble Fuck Egypt. <laughs> I'm going to smell you. Downwind, upwind, round the corner. I promise you. And I'm not going to let you know it. 
but you ain't gonna know it till it's too late. And that's why everybody say I'm an asshole because like I'm a, I'm gonna let you play yourself, my dude. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, my business and my brand is what's got to be protected at any cost, at any cost. And fuck you if you can't take a joke and understand that mm. because I did this, I built this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I, I definitely feel you. Uh, and coming from Chicago, I definitely feel I that. I built that. I'd rather somebody come across as authentic and genuine with me than play the Minnesota nice role. Bro, because usually it's, it's, it's something that they're trying to get out of it when they play that role. It's with not me. only that, bro, is that they don't understand that it's the same sad song. Like I ran across a million Minnesotans like you already, my chnook. So like, come on, mm-hmm. stop it. Be yourself. Nobody wants to be themselves, but you want to, you know what I'm saying? Be be. Looking at me a different type of way because I'm I'm not on your type of time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Thank you. Fuck you. Bye. You you want this shit or not? Mm-hmm. I got shit to do, my man. It's, it's 25 eight, and then I got 30 more seconds to, to make this 25, <laughs> and then I got shit to go. I love that. I want to get back into the business once again. You probably the only brother. In this industry, in the state of Minnesota, does that, now that I think about this, what you're selling, your product, your mm-hmm. audience, mm-hmm. you probably the only brother mm-hmm. with a food truck like yours in the state of Minnesota. That's a fact. It's only how does that feel? I, I, it's like I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't even really think about it until you said it like that. Cause I just, I just do, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My number one slogan, I stole Nike shit. Sorry, you can sue me later, but Nike. Motherfuckers be babbling this, that, yo, Nike. Yo, what should I do? This, that. Yo, Nike, my nigga, just do it. Fuck is you asking me for? You see what I'm saying? You got this shit in your head. You Everybody, like, and that's why I don't cut people no slack, especially grown people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. every grown-ass person go through the same thought process that I go through as a grown-ass man. How is what I'm about to do going to affect whoever is directed towards? You see what I'm saying? If you don't do that, you're a fucked up individual. But I'm just saying. And what was that thought process when you when you sat back? Because I'm assuming you sat back and did some thinking about this yeah. of what industry to go into. Because I'll give you a little bit of background about my family. We sell hot dogs. Right. It's hot dogs, posters, time beast. We have food trucks. We have right. food carts. We've been doing that for 10 years. We had mm. a restaurant on the West St. Paul. And my dad sat back and thought about this. He said, mm-hmm. where is there a need at? Mm-hmm. He said, "No one's, no one like us is selling hot dogs right. from this. For when we get our products from Chicago, we right. ordered from Chicago, mm-hmm. so it's Chicago style hot dogs with all the ingredients right, right, right. coming right from the source. That was a need here, right. and it took off. They it's loved it. Fact. They loved hot dogs, I dig it. especially Chicago style. So, what was that thought process behind you starting your business, your food truck, your specific food product, oh, but tailoring to that See, that crowd? This is, this is the interesting <laughs> story Give it behind this, brother." To I'm the luckiest man in America right now. Scrap this, this, this concept. This I never knew what a celiac was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And and I went to culinary school. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But I didn't know what a celiac was until I bought this food truck. You see what I'm saying? Well, I was aware of it. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I didn't understand like where they fit in the realm of like, damn, how can I capitalize off of it? Mm-hmm. And it just so happened the moment when I did, I was already. Elbows deep in it. Yep. Ain't no turning back. Yep. It only it took. I'm the third owner of this truck, mind you. You know what I'm saying? So the original owner, she matter of fact, she, hey Andrea, she came <laughs> to the puppy the other day. She loves it. Her family misses it. You know what I'm saying? Her mm-hmm. kids can't wait to jump on it and just they miss it. This is them. This is 
This is a, a business that was built on passion, and I'm just reliving that passion that yep. she had for yep. it, and inherited she appreciated it in a way. Inherited it yeah. in a way, just minus another owner, you know yep. what I'm saying? So I basically resuscitated it, yep. you know what I'm saying, from in between owners, from yep. the original owner, another owner, and then me. So now it's everybody that originally, you know what I'm saying, supported that brand, because I didn't change a thing, bro. I didn't. I didn't change the name, the 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 emblem, the none of that shit. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? And not only that, I love these people, bro, and they love me, and, and well, they love my food, and that's and that in a sense they love me because mm-hmm. they feel the energy that I put in my food. But I didn't come up with. I don't want you to think that mm-hmm. I specifically, my bad, that I like. Oh man, let me go capitalize off this market and start this. Nah, bro, I just. You know what I'm saying? I saw something, and I saw that potential in it, mm-hmm. and it was just a perfect match with my passion and their need for what they need, mm-hmm. and nobody else basically giving a fuck. They got somebody that I'm not even celiac, bro, but I cook they shit like I'm making food at home mm-hmm. for you yourself, know, for myself. They feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not stingy with the portions because I know everybody out there gouge them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you this, that, and it, though. I know it's supply and demand. Oh, you want me to have a separate this for that? Okay, I'm going to tax you $20 for a burger. Mm-hmm. Bro, I get these people food and they love me for it. Because <laughs> right. that shit tastes good. And, 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 and I love that you mentioned that because being in that industry for, like I said, 10 years since I was like 14 years old, I've been on food trucks, managing you know staff and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know the ins and outs and how busy it gets, especially working some of these Minneapolis events. It gets busy. But I love the fact that you said you tailored to your audience. You're not going to gouge them on the price. You're not going to gouge them on the food because you won't want somebody to do that to you. For what? It's not even that, bro. See, my my mentality and my fucking, uh, it rubs people the wrong way. So they really think I'm all about money. Like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm about principle, my man. And I just understand the underlying fact that you can't get shit done without mugger, chicken, guapololi, plinkos. You see what I'm saying? So that passion that I have for attaining that to do what I do for my people and the homeless people that people forget about, you know what I'm saying? But I don't need to broadcast that all the time. I just do it, bro. Well, bro- broadcasting on this platform, though, because oh, I heard a little bit about oh, that man, vision that you man, had. I promise Broadcasting a bit, though. No, this is the platform for you to talk oh, about what man, you're doing, like, your vision. Broadcast that. Well, talk a little bit about the homeless people and what you're trying to do to serve that unforgotten. I mean, forgotten. Yeah, I call group them. I call them. I call them nameless, faceless because, like, we drive past them every day. Yep. And we often dehumanize them. I can't never talk about that topic without getting teary. My, my, my bad, bro. My bad. No, ask Mike. He know, like, yeah. it, it's crazy because it hurts me, bro. We make money out here, bro. You know what I'm saying? A lot of money. Let's make money out here, B. I see it. I see it. But you drive past these people that they don't even, a lot of people don't even know. Like, these people do work. They just still can't make it. Yeah. In America, bro. That's sad, bro. It's sad. It's, it's worse when when people just ignore it, you know, don't that's even my, give conversation. It's that's not my, about... Like they're not human. That's yeah. where the term and, nameless, faceless comes and from. And it's not, you know, everyone is not Real out shit. there who who are homeless are looking for something monetary. You know, sometimes it's just conversation. Sometimes it's like, hey, I just need to they eat. They want to feel like a person, bro. Yeah. They just want to feel human, bro. I bring these people food. I bring them clothes that... My customers bring to me because they see my passion that I have for it. You see what I'm saying? 
So whenever people talk that, it's all about the money shit to me. Bro, if it was all about the money to me, bro, I would have never left my baby moms. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would I would have just stayed a kept man in a, in a fucking four-story mansion right there with her and her dad and, and just living off the land. If, I, if, if it was really all about the money, I would have never had to get a food truck. I could have retired at the age of 18 straight out of high school, my man. Full ticket in life. Ask, ask my baby mom. She hate my guts right now, but she got to love me because I don't bow down to nobody, bro. You can have all the money in the world. If you if you don't have no principle or you don't stand for nothing, fuck away from me. What's they say? What is the man to gain the world but lose his soul in the process? That's a fact. But guess what? You got so many nameless, faceless people out here that if they had the wealth and whatever that these people had, they wouldn't have returned that same favor that people are doing to them right now. You see what I'm saying? They just need opportunity and somebody to acknowledge the fact, because we don't have a homeless problem. We don't have a whatever. We have a mental health problem in America right now, B. Mm. It's a mental health issue. You see what I'm saying? But if they're nameless and faceless to you, you don't even talk to them to realize half of these motherfuckers is war vets. That's homeless, bro. How you homeless in America for a country that you fought for? That's, a That's an oxymoron, bro. I, I, I don't think they ready to have that conversation. Know, but, yeah, that holla is, at, uh... but holla at me, though. I am saying it's a lot. But that's... That's for another Sunday conversation, but it's out there, bro. This is shit that I go through every day that people... You could come to my truck all day. Yeah, yeah, ah, ah. Thank you, but it's a... I, it's, a it's a reason I'm here, bro. This food is... This food truck shit is just a vessel, bro. Everything is a stepping stone until your gravestone, and if you don't believe that shit... Fuck out of here. What, what, what is going to be here when you're gone? Because you didn't, you wasn't focused on your legacy while you was here. Niggas only focus on their legacy when somebody die. Don't think about me after I'm dead. Help me build my legacy to sustain so we can always be here. Crazy puppy going to be here. I promise you. That's what I'm working on. And, th- and that, <laughs> that's that's what we want. And, you know, and I can see how passionate you are. Like, you, you are literally... Crying in our studio, and I don't care about that. I'm a grown ass yeah, man. That, yeah. that's you know what I mean. And I'm, I'm saying, like, shit. in order to bring that vulnerability, like that tells me in the audience, like you are in this industry for the right reasons. It's not you're not here to make money. Yeah, the money's there. The money's always been there, and that's something we talk about here on the Ados Podcast. Mm-hmm. The money's there. People need opportunity. They need to remember principle. I'm, I, I love the I love Ubuntu. I don't mm. know if you guys are you know familiar with the African philosophy. I am because we are. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. You know that is a philosophy how I live I my life, it. daily principle. Because to dehumanize one is to dehumanize thyself. Mm-hmm. That's offending. And we we just we I think living in America, it is taxed. It is monetary, economic society that we live in and we are programmed and systemically structured to say we can't do this unless we have this Mm -hmm. you know it's more than materialistic items what about the people but that's i don't mean to cut you off but that's where jump in there that's where that that's where that 25 8 shit come in because you remember back in the day you know what I'm saying? I don't know. You know well, you probably say you from Chicago. It don't matter how young you was. You <laughs> the same structure, brother. You feel me? It's the you, same it was thing. always that OG yep. that kept you grounded. That said, hey, hey, blood, you got to work three times harder than the average motherfucker just to get regular results. Mm-hmm. That's the modern day version. That was the, well, that's 25-8 is the modern day version of that. Mm-hmm. My nigga, I have to work 25-8, bro. 
Because if I just do 24-7, that make me regular. Yeah. And I can't do regular because reg- if I just do regular, that'll only get me half or a third to you know, status quo. So I got to do 25-8 just to get on these motherfuckers 24-7. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Well, on, well coming from where we come from, we, we were born at a disadvantage. Like I tell people all the time, I didn't know I was poor, and so I moved up here to Minnesota because everybody around me was poor. I thought that was just life. We didn't have textbooks in the classrooms. We couldn't take our materials home to study. We didn't have those additional resources in the community that they got here. I didn't know I was poor until I moved here. And you know what's <laughs> ill about that, right? Is that it's only a selective few that keep that poorness on the front mm. and use it as motivation yep. as opposed to, oh, man, I'm poor. What the fuck? Somebody give me some. Motherfuckers get stuck in that poor mentality and they keep themselves poor because they keep their fucking hands out, B. I'm poor. Do something for me. Mm-hmm. No, you're poor. I used to be poor. How about that? Yeah. When are you, you gonna? When are you gonna? When is poor gonna be past tense for you? Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be past tense for you with you fucking being like this all the time. Or even just changing the mentality of how you view being poor. Because I, my dad always told me, no, we're not poor. We just don't got it right now. But it's, we will exactly, have exactly. But guess what gets you out of that fucking hard work, B? And something that you're standing for that you can relate to with somebody else and build on it to say, bro, we're, how that bitch call it, fucking said, and fucking, what was that movie? Going with, the, I'll never go hungry again. You feel what I'm saying? Bro, real facts. Real facts. But the, but the thing is, bro, I ain't been shopping for myself in two years, bro. Since I had this food truck. Shopping, clothes, all that for what? That shit don't excite me, bro. It never did. So, so talk about the sacrifices that, because I, I know I have to make plenty of sacrifices. I know Christians made sacrifices. Yeah. Steve, I want to hear about the sacrifices mm. that you had to make just to continue to build on what you want to see and what you want to accomplish in life. What sacrifices, man? man? You sacrifices. say you ain't bought you ain't bought yourself no clothes in two years. I ain't bought myself nothing. Bro. I mean, to even get in this industry though, like you have to talk about that, bro. You, it's, it costs you, bro. Relationships. You know what I'm saying? With everybody, because nobody gets it. You How they call it, only people that get it are people that live in a dream. You wonder why you go to a bar and you see a 50-year-old bartender? That's all she knows, bro. And you know what I'm saying? She It's just something about that life. It's like an athlete, bro. When you live in that life, bro, it's hard to go back to a regular job once you live in this life, bro. Anybody that really get out in the kitchen, bro, they going to work in the kitchen until they croak. That really love this shit. So it's like an NBA player. They're going to have to carry one of these dudes off the court because you, it's just in you. Because the sacrifices that it takes to get to that status, though, is immense. Mm. Time away. You know what I'm saying? I spent more time on the road. I spent more time in my car now than I spend in my bed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, I want to go out on dates. I'm trying to book the next puppy date. And I'm doubling up on them, too. We're doing lunch and dinner. For what? I do the brewery scene. So anytime y'all come holler at me, there will be beer. You know what I'm saying? And a great time. You know what I'm saying? We just vibe out, create that experience for them because I'm missing that by fucking selling food to you. I'm missing that. Friday night, when you work in the kitchen, bro, half of, half of these Minnesotans, tomorrow, you think these motherfuckers is cooking? They book every restaurant when the Twin Cities is booked. In this industry, bro, we got to work. Mm-hmm. When everybody else is off, y'all get fucking all y'all vacations is our busiest days to work, my man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I complained about that growing up, too. Like, you, know, you just talking about that, like, got me reminiscing, like, being a kid, even not even a kid, a teenager, right? 
21, 20 years, because I recently just left my family's business, mm-hmm. which is that aspect of it. I'm, I transitioned to just doing more of the real estate side right, of right, things right, with right, my dad right. now. So I'm not really involved with the restaurant right. stuff. But making those sacrifices, I mean, me out there selling hot dogs and polishes to my homies, coming up to our food truck, our food cart Yo. at night when they leaving the club. Leaving the block, all that. You know? And I'm like out here selling them hot Like my friends, some of my best friends leaving the club. Oh, I'm finna go slide on Elijah to get a hot mm-hmm. dog. But and like, what? I felt bad about that for so long, man. But you my dad made me realize that. I'm making a sacrifice. Not only that is you should appreciate that because guess what? Think about how many of your homies went out to the club that night and never made it to your hot dog stand, bro. You mm. feel me? So that that and with food the piece of luche instead of coming to me. Nah, <laughs> nah, you're missing what I'm saying. I'm saying it's a lot of dudes that just being in this industry and standing for some and sat making those sacrifices saved my life, bro. I would have been out in them streets, bro. Mm. You dig me? They come, they you they look up to you, bro. You not that's what I, I learned that a long time ago. The motherfucker that's over here while everybody else is over there, son, your stock goes up. I want to elaborate on it a little bit more, man. You said working. Yeah. Doing stuff. Being engaged. Save your life. Yeah, that's that. We're we dealing with a pandemic right now. Mm-hmm. We got COVID-19. I'm talking about the other pandemic, mm-hmm. which is losing our brothers and our sisters, right, our young right, brothers right. and sisters mm-hmm. to the streets, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what do you think we can do to change that around? You think it's having more jobs and opportunities, more businesses, entrepreneur ventures for them? Well, this saved my life too. No, but I'm Not that you mentioned that. When, when it comes to stuff like that, bro, they it has to be in their face. Somebody that's they can reach out to that did it and came up mm-hmm. how they came up. All of them rap niggas, all of that, man, blow me with that, B. Because at the end of the day, with them dudes, they not even sitting down and having raw interviews how we doing, right? Even they interviews is cut, script, uh, uh. Anytime <laughs> you, you talking light skin, it's cut, uh, take two. I'm not fucking with you. It's not authentic. Mm-hmm. So they, they already losing because they following the wrong people. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they need good examples. Like, they don't know that the niggas that's getting chicken through this whole recession, everybody that fix shit. Because ain't nobody got no money to buy nothing new. So if you know how to fix shit, you a hot commodity in Mm. every ghetto in America right now. From cars to kitchen sinks to plumbing. Mm. He ain't lying. You see what I'm saying? All facts. Simple shit like that. So... Instead of having your fucking son sitting there watching rap videos and YouTube and this shit, yo, YouTube how to fix my sink and your son to fix your sink for you. <laughs> you already on your phone. <laughs> you already on my phone. Stop it. Your kids have your phone half of the day anyway doing dumb shit. Have your son Google or YouTube how to fix your clog in your toilet. Period. You you said you said something that's too on a next level, right? We got the information we at our got, fingertips, we, which does which does the same use to you as a fucking idea that's just stuck in your mind. What good is this fucking water sitting here if I don't drink it? But if it sit there for three days, I'll die of thirst. <laughs> I, the water was there, I just didn't drink it. That makes me stupid. That makes me stupid. But at a certain point, people stop being held accountable. Nobody holds nobody accountable no more. Mm. Nobody holds nobody accountable no and more. And you know, you're you're actually going into something even deeper than that. Like that's the problem though. Because we you know, you know, we live in this world 
it it is a lot. We have to be politically correct. No, you don't. Everything. No, you don't. You don't right. have to I, be. I agree with you. Don't have you. to be. I agree I with you. I promise you, me not being politically correct is why people fucks with me. You know yeah, it's organic and natural. It's mm-hmm. real. But that's what I'm saying. Like as we look at it as a whole, people are easily offended by different that's things. That's not my problem. In America, you know what's crazy? It's my 14-year-old son, my oldest, he mm-hmm. said that to me. He said, Dad, everybody's, um, we are so soft nowadays. My son is 14 years old, bro. You know what I'm saying? He ain't never seen no parts of the streets or none of that, so he's a soft kid himself. But even he said, like, <laughs> yo, this is soft out here, B. Come on, son. It's, it's, it's systematic, though, bro. So the only way something systematic changes is if you get enough people to just stop following that bullshit ideology. Period. Which is hard to do because motherfuckers is plugged into the matrix. Like, so if you ain't got something that, that if you ain't speaking chickenese, they ain't trying to hear you, dog. So they gotta, you gotta let them know how lucrative it can be. Mm-hmm. Especially with this generation, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like our, the people under me in my age, that's the only language they really understand right now yeah, is money. Chickenese. Money. Right. If, if you're not what? talking right. money, but then you lost what? them. Guess what? But the best teachers growing up for me was the ones that was relatable to what we was going through. So you know what my science teacher did? I, I mean, I don't mean to tell on her, but she taught us how to cook crack. Mm. You know why? Shit, this is how y'all niggas finna learn how to use beakers and fucking whoop de woo bang and alkalines and alkaloids and shit. Okay. But once they, she related to them, guess what? Hey, motherfucker on the block. A science, my nigga. <laughs> 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 don't nobody know why. <laughs> And that's the most boring subject, Mahmo. Niggas is geniuses in science class, but you fucking fell in civics and, and history. Like, I don't give a fuck about Abe Lincoln, nigga. He, okay, he's, he's on some money, but he's showing me how to get that nigga. Telling you, you gotta, no matter who you're dealing with, you gotta be relatable. I'm relatable to my clientele base because they feel that energy. They come to me with that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if it was on some wham, bam, thank you, ma'am shit, they would never see my face, bro. I'll just stay. I, and I have the option to do it. I can close my arm and they'll just line up behind my shit and just wait for the food. But that's not me. You see what I'm saying? Like I said, your first, your, high, your hottest commodity is yourself. You see what I'm saying? So they rock with me because they feel that authenticity when they come in. It's a show. You know what I'm saying? They're going to get some good food, good energy, good music. We're going to listen to the big party speaker all day all night until I serve my last customer. And if somebody come after I cut my propane off, what I'm gonna do? I don't, I don't even know how much money they spending before I cut my propane on. You feel me? So you got some people, how much you spending? All right, I'll open back up. I don't care who it is. If they miss me and I got it and they, you know what I'm saying, right on mm-hmm. time? Not too late? All right, I got you. What you want? Oh, uh, fried pickles. All right, I still got you. Man, that's mm-hmm. what you, you came all the way for some fried fucking pickles. You love my pickles. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying? And I'm going to serve you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what? Be getting blessed. Last week, I did that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I was, I got slutted out that day. Be word, word to everything. I like, I was done. I was like, yo, I just want to get off this mug and just leave it here. Feet hurt, it up, back hurt. All that, like a pregnant joint. Like, oh my God. You feel me? But somebody came. It's like, oh no, am I too late? It's like, damn. Mind you, I didn't know how much money she was spending beforehand. But I, my rules, I, I don't turn down nothing but my collar. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Especially not no dollar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, what do you want? $100 order. Mm. Just for cutting my propane back on like I always do. But it's just, it's just something that comes with 
the type of people and the type of service that you like to provide for your peoples. And that's with selling food, selling water, selling yourself. You got to be relatable to them. They got to feel where you coming from, and they got to know that you feel where they coming from. And with that gluten-free shit, I feel their pain because I can never do that. You see what I'm saying? I'm lactose intolerant, but I swear to God, I'll tear up some Captain Crunch like a mug and just won't even think about it. But imagine having to having to change your whole diet and have nobody in the restaurant industry give a fuck. You are a real person. You might as well be the nameless, faceless people that you donating the stuff to meet for. Mm. Really. So next time you get a chance, you want to see what my customers go through? I only like calling them customers, patrons, my friends, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You want to know what they go through when you go out to eat tonight, wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I'm, um, I have a wheat allergy. Is there anything that I can eat here? Like, you won't even be able to get a fucking salad. Not a french fry. That's what my peoples go through. So, so when they see, oh, what? He not stiffing us on prices or portions? Oh, we got to fuck with him. Mm-hmm. And it's good. Because my motto is, if you can tell it's gluten-free, you can have it for free. How many people I had to give some money back to, y'all? <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> you got to be cocky with this shit, B. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make gluten-free sexy again. You feel me? Why? <laughs> I got a whole new line of service coming out right now. A bucket naked. <laughs> no, I'm lying, y'all. Chill, chill. But we, 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 you got to make it funky, bro. You got to get lit. You know what I'm saying? People think of Celia, they think of some old lady, old Jewish lady hopping out the Mayo Clinic that just got a, something done. No, bro. They out here, bro. They bad, too. They bad. <laughs> and you, you were in a special position, too, because like I said earlier, there's not that many people out here doing it, especially the way you doing it. No, there are a lot of people out here doing the number one is um Auntie M. Auntie actually they are Burning Brothers right now. That, shout out to Burning Brothers. Word to me, Burning Brothers, by the way, is the like the only gluten-free brewery that I ever heard of. Mm-hmm. So they somewhat sponsor me. You know what I'm saying? They give me beer. You know what I'm saying? I feature their beer in my product because a lot of my products are beer battered. You know what I'm saying? So that's sort of my number one sponsor, and I'm there. Pretty much more than I'm at my house. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> but it's just a vibe, bro. Mm-hmm. It's a family more type of thing. So on the M's is actually at Burning Brothers right now. And if you would go right around the corner right now and we fin- wrap this up, mm-hmm. matter of fact, that'll be a dope, that'll be something dope for y'all. When we're done with this, we're gonna go over there and we're gonna meet some gluten-free people so y'all can see what type of time I'll be on. That's easy peasy. I- I'm down to go I- slide and get some lunch. I- I'm Say down. I'm gonna, down. I'm hungry. No, we're gonna have to wait an hour. Cause they they jam packed over there right now. They were setting up at nine o'clock this morning when I seen them. Word. Shout out to Brian. I seen him. I passed by him on the highway when I was driving the puppy away. As he was coming off the exit, <laughs> I was going on the exit. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's a community, bro. Mm-hmm. We just rock. You know what I'm saying? It's not that many trucks out here doing it. So they got to get it. You know, I and and Elijah, before you go, I kind of I kind of want to circle back because we we covered a lot here from business to to you know. Um, to food, to a lot of different areas we covered. And I really want to go back to you mm-hmm. and your story mm-hmm. and some of the hardships that you have. Mm. So, you know, I want, because we asked you about your background, mm-hmm. and I want to know about you. You, Steve, what was that life like coming up before mm. this industry? Before this industry, that's yeah, the thing. Pro- before this industry, that to me, there's never been a before this industry because somehow, some way, I've always been cooking. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I was I was the little homie that was stuck to my great grandmother's leg. God bless the dead. You know what I'm saying? 
all my childhood. You know what I'm saying? I was the favorite. A lot of my family members, they hate when I say that I was the favorite. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I love you a long time. They, I know the truth. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? I'm the fave. You feel me? I was like the golden child of the family kick. You feel me? That's why I, I that energy carried over to my business because, like, I'm just, I cooked all my life, but I went to culinary school for this stuff. So I invested money and time into my craft. You know what I'm saying? So, but it's just, it's just different, bro. My struggle is is real because nobody gets it. Because nobody's in my head knowing my my ambition. You know what I'm saying? They don't get it. So even if you explain it to them. And that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, I did you ever have to face the system? Bro. I'm a two-time felon, B. And that's why I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, how can I put it? Mm-hmm. I don't feel sorry for no fucking body, bro. Cause at the end of the day, my nigga, I, I got I got locked up in a state on my first time in a state, bro. Dead time. And I turned 21 in jail in New York, upstate. My 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 21st birthday gift from the city of New York was shipping me up to the state of New York. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, you little nigga. You feel what I'm saying? They're going to upgrade. <laughs> You're going upstate now, the big homies. But at the end of the day, one thing about me, bro, don't, can't nobody break me, bro. I went to jail in New York, nigga. I rep in Chicago, bro. I ain't come home with no cuts on my face. I ain't come home blood or crip. You feel me? Mm-hmm. It take a special nigga to do that. Mm-hmm. And still had to live in New York after that. But that's why I don't cut people no slacks because this nigga's out here with no felonies and you a bum. How you how you how how you ain't got no Fs on your report card, but and you but you broke, ain't got no job. There's niggas out here that'll die, that'll kill you for that job. That you turn it down because I couldn't get a job, be, just because I made a mistake when I was 20, bro. So imagine going through that. <clears throat> oh, I, I have. You see what I'm saying? So going, I, I got so, I got two two. Right, you see what I'm saying? I so got it's two, a di- two, two so felonies it, right. on my record. So at it's 18. A, congratulations. You feel me? By you being here now, I, I salute you. You know why? Because oh, I know that pain personally. You not being able to get a job, not being able to find housing. So you, so you got to judge because you sold fifty bucks worth of marijuana. You see what I'm saying? Personally, I experienced that, and that's and that's a lead off to my twenty five eight to my nonprofit that I'm working on called LOAF, which is an acronym for Life of a Felon. The shit we got to go through different. as a felon is totally different. Bro. Nobody understand that. I, nobody I don't talk about it a lot. No, a lot of people don't know that about me. Right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But you got to. You fucking with me. You ask me. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But I, I, you, they have to know. But you know why? That that brings context to our structure and our ambition. Because yep. guess what? I ha- like I said, I had the 25-8, not just because of that or because of my poorness, but Cause I'm a felon. That's three strikes right there, bro. Yeah. That makes me untouchable. I'm persona non grata. So says the U.S. government and society because I fucked up when I was 20 years old. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So according to the U.S. government and society, I fucked up. You can't rent me no house. I'm making all this money right now and I'm doing everything I'm doing for the community and all of this shit. I can't even go get an apartment right now. Talk to him. I can't even go get a crib Talk right now in Minnesota. Talk, and they, but they take our they, tax they go, dollars. They, they take my money, bro. And, and I pay multiple taxes. I got our own businesses too. God. I pay multiple I taxes. Wanna, I don't even want to talk about the 21st of every month when I got to pay because I pay my taxes every month. <laughs> B. You feel me? But just imagine that though. I, I, I feel worse than the vets. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I pay my debt to society. I ain't go to war, but yo, you took something from me. Well, I gave you that time. Don't never say they took time from you. You gave them that time. We did that. 
You see what I'm saying? But so many people don't have the wherewithal to have that extra shit on their back. You can't even make it without a felony. Go get an F and try to make it, bitch. It's over for you. You can, you can. T- I got turned down for, and like I said, I, I really don't talk about this a lot, man. But it was a period of time, a year and a half ago, to, before I started my companies and became a successful social entrepreneur, whatever you want to call me. Um, I couldn't get a job at Banana Republic with a four year college degree. I completed college, by the way, with the felonies on my record. Right. I completed college, four year degree, and I'm currently in my master's program, about to graduate with two mm. classes left. I couldn't get a job at Banana Republic. Nope. Because of that F on because the report card. On your report card, scrap. That thing is a stain. And a I mean, that's not something that I've experienced, but having friends and having these conversations with people who do, I understand. It is. Difficult living in this world as a black man, as is. And then if you have that F on your report card, you're done. So that's why we have to work 25 You're done if you let your mind tell you that you're done. And that's the fucking problem, B, is that so many of our young black people surrender themselves. Facts. Mm -hmm. Facts. To circumstances. Yep. And then blame you. Why didn't no fucking blame me? Because you gave up. That's it, bro. Niggas is giving up out here, B. You giving up out here. That's why these chicks is winning. Cause they can't, these, they, they got, they see these niggas out here losing. And that's the reality, man. This ADOS podcast, I, I always gotta remind people of that because <laughs> we do think we do things unconventionally. You know, uh, we outside with we, it. We, we in, talk in about sense. politics, you know? we talk about community, we talk about a lot of different to- topics and subjects, and we go off on tangents. That's about what we that's what we do. Passion. We have authentic conversations and we have to be real and acknowledge what we got going on in our community right now. A lot of our young black brothers are losing. They're losing, bro. Losing. Losing and and, and mad that you're not losing with them. Mm. Like, yo, my man, I gave you the recipe. Why are you still here fucking with these dudes? No, man, I'm just saying. I just Niggas is just chasing 40s and blunts, B. That's it. 40s and blunts. And Xanax now. And you know, fast you know life. Right. But and the, the thing, fast but life. But the thing is, though, the bitches don't even fuck with these niggas no more. They, you, they, they hanging around. It's 50 niggas right now. With one chick right now on the crew. The chicks is not. The chicks is riding with chicks, bruh. Because dudes is losing. So I don't respect nobody that's losing out here and you ain't got no F on your report card, my man. I promise you. No excuses. That's a fact. And when I and when this loaf life start, that life of a felon, when I get that popping, I'm only hiring felons to work that shit. Cause you know why? It's a certain level of understanding that come with felons. See, if I had the choice, but America don't understand, if I had a choice, you would rather hire somebody that knows the consequences that comes from stealing from you. You get some yellow jack. Whatever he gonna take your shit because he ain't never been up the river. You feel me? I can't afford that. B, you want to hire me? Count your money. I ain't gonna steal from you, B. I can't afford seven. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they got they got the they got the mind fucked up. They thinking about it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And not only that is you got a whole workforce that it took COVID for you to realize existed, or it took Trump. You can say what you want about Trump, but he scared the shit out of the Migos. Now, all of a sudden, you got landscaping jobs available to Americans. Let's get into that a little bit. I'm running for office. Full disclosure, I don't know if you knew this about me. I'm running for office. That's, uh, there you go. I'm right running there. for office right now. I got my, my, my civil rights restored, so there I had to go. do my, yeah, I had to do my part. You know? <laughs> how, much, how much it costs you? Yeah, you know I, had to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to go back and do my part. It's a little hefty, hefty sift sack. But, but it's, a, it's a lot of things that Trump did 
and, and I'm not a Trump supporter. You know, I'm independent of my political ideology. So am I. But there's a lot of things that Trump did that brought attention to the issues that we have specifically in our black communities that nobody else was talking about. The Democrats was talking about it. The liberals, they weren't talking about it because they was contributing to it. It's not only Trump that, was attacking people. everybody. It's not only that. It's like people get mad when I say this, and I hope my customer base don't, but <laughs> I'm a realist nigga I know. So I'm a realist, bro. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that man, whatever, like, I don't see color. I don't I don't see politics. Like, I'm I'm one of them people. I don't talk religion. I don't talk politics. You, you know should. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I speak facts. Yep. You see what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that man right there, whatever he did, he was real while the fuck he was doing it. You know what you was getting out of Trump while you was getting it even before he got it. Like Come it. on, B. But is that not American, my dude? It don't get no more American than that. It don't get no more American than Trump. It was raw. That's <laughs> raw. Rugged and raw. He told you, I don't fucking like it. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not going to your convention. I'm not going to invite you to the White House. Yeah. I ain't been fucking with you just because I'm president. I'm not fucking with you now. That'll make me fake. Niggas talk that keep it 100 shit. You got a nigga that kept it 1,000 while he was in the White House, Mark Lou. I, you might not. don't Say you don't like his politics, but don't say you don't like the man. So That's a... He, he, he kept it funky. I like funky niggas. He, like, he kept it funky. <laughs> and authentic and real, whether you liked it or not. And that's, But I'm just saying, but that's why I say you can't talk politics with people because even when you talk those facts, they'll still try to make it about Democrat, Republican. I don't give a fuck. Bro, I was just upstate Minnesota, bro. The, the blackest thing up there was a cup of coffee and me. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but guess what? I went up there with no preconceived notions of how they was going to treat me. Mm-hmm. I didn't go in there like, oh, shit. Bro, I saw five... Fuck Joe Biden signs. Trump is my president. Did I turn around? Did mm-hmm. I? Oh shit! No, see a ignorant motherfucker. What a shit! Bitch. It's about to be a long. And he would have thought himself out of a bag mm-hmm. because people can sniff that shit out. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People underestimate the fact that people can sniff their shit out mm-hmm. and then treat you accordingly. So whenever you wonder why somebody's treating you a certain way, nigga, they sniff some shit out from you, bitch. And they ain't telling them that you just got to pinpoint it. That's real. You see what I'm saying? So I'm I'm over there. I'm I'm shucking and jiving up there. I'm, I'm fuck, I didn't I didn't see no Republican. I didn't see no Trump supporter. I didn't. I saw fucking Americans, bro, that was rocking with me because they seen the work that I be. I cook everything on my truck. Any food coming off my truck, I cook myself. Nobody touches my food. I'm a control freak like that. So you, can't, he, you came there on a mission. You finna serve these people food. You serve, say, I'm finna go it. serve Democrats food. No. I ain't gonna serve. I'm you came there to, to serve, serve food. hungry patrons. Period. I don't give a fuck if you came out there, you was green, <laughs> orange, you know what I'm saying? Three arms, you hung legs. You hungry? What? Yo, try this shit. And it's gluten free. And I'm gonna tell you the same <laughs> shit. If you can tell it's gluten free, you can have it for free. You know what I'm saying? But I just get, I take great pleasure in people just having a good time when they're around me. Yeah. Good vibes. You see what I'm saying? It's yep. very rare that I, I get a, you know what I'm saying, the downer Debbie, whatever they call it, a Debbie downer and all. When I do, I kick them fuck away from my truck anyway. Yo, get your ass out of there. Or I'll make them wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's a little shit you can mm-hmm. do to people that get back at them, a little overhand, <laughs> underhand shit. You know what I'm saying? No, like for real. Like, a little tip attack. Smack, 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 smack You know what I'm saying? A little verbal, right. you know what I'm saying? A little mental slapperation. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't tip me three times in a row and see how long you take to get your order next time. You feel what I'm saying? Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one time at band camp. You know, you got to band camp these motherfuckers, oh, man. man. But at, at least, bro, when they come to my truck, bro, ask Mike, bro, it's a good fucking time. It's a vibe, bro. 
And I take pride in that because gluten free don't have to be boring, yo. It don't have to be like you know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. It's already a lot. A lot of people have this, this, this. There's this weird stigma attached to gluten free food that oh, it's just snotty people that's just wanting to be special. Like no, I mean yeah, you have those that want to follow the wave, like you have in every other thing. But this is not that. Like these people, they're fucked up. Right, they say lifestyle. They they, they, they have to live this lifestyle now. By force. So imagine you can't go eat. Peach cobbler, bro, or I can't go eat my mom's apple pie or whatever. You can't eat your whoever favorite mm -hmm. dish anymore out of nowhere. Some of them are born with that, whatever, but some of them is just the fuck. I, I, I love that pizza. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta have. I ate it my whole life. Mm -hmm. Been eating it my whole life, and now because of this stupid doctor is telling me, no, I don't believe it, and they they get and it fucks them up. Mm -hmm. So if they don't change, or they don't eat. If y'all don't eat crazy puppy food, y'all gonna be fucked up, y'all. You gotta have a crazy puppy in your life somehow, some way. You, know? <laughs> you, you, you need it. Need it. You, you need it. For real. I, I, that shit is like it's like dope. That shit is heroin. That's mm -hmm. like food heroin. Mm -hmm. For real. You gotta have it. And your arm. <laughs> no, let me stop. <laughs> I yeah. love it, man. We outside with it, man. Just I, just, I just love doing what I do, but I appreciate y'all having me on and just showing me what y'all do. Once we get a tour of these facilities, they 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 finna do the crazy puppy commercial for me, y'all. Yeah? It's over. <laughs> Once y'all see this, it's over. And then after that, y'all gonna want to outsource their talents too. I promise you, this shit is fire. We lit up in here. Young black entrepreneurs doing the things they like to do. Mm -hmm. I'm just here. I'm glad to be a part of it, brothers. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and I'm I'm also uh, a business owner and business owners uh, multiple. And one of the industries I'm going into is food. So you and I are going to talk about some of these things because I got some ideas we as well. We're going to get it together, bro. And, uh, just, yeah. It's and, room. It's and, room. And to your point, uh, here at the ADOS podcast, we're contracted with the Green Screen Studio, affordably creative prices. So you guys come down and mm -hmm. check out the studio. It's a beautiful space. I know Steve is like it's over. Yeah, it's over. We gotta shoot. Uh, we're gonna shoot my commercial, <laughs> and I'm gonna shoot the premiere right here. Members only, only invite. You know what I'm saying? COVID. You know what I'm saying? COVID. I'm telling you, but yeah, we're gonna be, look. It's a it's a theater right over there. That's gonna be the premiere for the commercial before everybody else. Shit. It is. It is powerful and it's um, over. movie. Yeah, this is this has been great. This this has definitely been great. I learned so much about you both. I learned so much about myself and. I'm hungry. I'm ready to go get Let's some. Let's go. Let's go. I promise you right now. Mm -hmm. No. Right now, we're going to go to Ani. Hold on. They open. Oh, yeah, we lit. But guess what? You're going to see the fucking line that's there, bro. You ain't getting no food. You better hope let's, that Brian. You better hope Brian. Brian, Brian you, you hear me? I'm about to, I'm about to bring some non-GFers to bro. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They got free smells. We, we still going to go check it out anyway. <laughs> you you got to see the vibe. Hey, Steve, tell people where they can find you at. I know you all over the place, but you, if you're in the Twin Cities, where can they pull up on you at? I know Man. you mentioned one brewery that you be at. Man, I promise you, don't give me the line to these folks. Be um. Mm -hmm. Outside with it, bro. The okay. best thing for you to do is like me, share me, stalk me, follow me. You know what I'm saying? I usually post the day before or depending on the night. <laughs> for, no, you don't get it. Sometimes mm -hmm. I don't even want them to know where I'm at. But you know what I'm saying? I'll post where I'm at. And that's the best way to get track of the puppy. You know what I'm saying? Crazy puppy on Facebook or crazy puppy, crazy puppy underscore 42 on Instagram. And then I got the website pulled up too. Uh, crazy puppy GW.com. Yes, sir. They got the menu up there. You, do you also toss up uh, where you're going to be at on there? Events nah, and stuff? No, see that, Just, that whole website is, yeah. it's under construction without okay. me putting the under construction signed up. Okay. <laughs> so don't even worry about the website. Okay. I'm, I'm getting that fine tune. Just Facebook, bro. Numbers. 
The calendar works. Oh, you can also sync my Google Calendar. You know what I'm saying? If you have Google Calendar, you can sync my calendar, Crazy Puppy Calendar. It's on the website. Yeah, and if you got weddings, events, hit this brother up. Hit me up. Hit do him the, up. Do the catering. I do all that. Private parties for a small fee, you know. It's that season. Y'all better get at me now. Feature prices is going up. More than me, I go, swear to go, God. Going up this summer. I feel up. you. I feel like I'm telling you. Well, thank you again, brother, for, for sharing your story with us, your vision with us, um, where you're trying to go. Um, and really speaking to our audience and your audience about what you got going on. Part of what we like to do on ADOS podcast is just elevating other people's platform, especially those from our community. Um, so that's the reason why we started this podcast and why we continue to show up every Saturday to do this work. Ain't so no just more. thank you for taking the time. I know you're a busy time, man. Brother. We were trying to coordinate. Time, and yeah, and it's the only Saturday you had available <laughs> for a minute. So I'm like, we got to get this brother on the it podcast. Work. And thanks, Gabe, to the, you know, he's a studio producer who put us in contact with each Facts. other. We want to continue to support you. So if you got content and stuff that you want us to, you know, Broadcast out there to our audience, please send that my way. Mm-hmm. You got my text, oh, my number, and my then. commitment. We're be locked in. So I got ride. you. Um, yeah, I mean, we we just gonna close on that. I'm your host, Christian. I'm Elijah. Follow us on our Instagram, Ados Podcast. We're on Facebook, Ados Podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Ados Podcast, and we're also on Apple Music and Spotify. We appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.